1: It's almost 17 minutes past 7 a.m. on this uh, 17th day of July. Plenty of sevens there. I'm Tan Chung Han with me, uh, Joyce Goh and Ku Su Chuang. Uh, uh, Do make note that today is uh, the anniversary of the MH17 tragedy. Yeah, still plenty of unanswered questions there. Certainly spare a thought for uh, all those affected by that aviation tragedy. Also, uh, today is the second day of the 14th Parliament and for a second Second time this year, His Majesty Yang Di Putuan Agong, Sultan Muhammad V, will address the House in a ceremony that takes place on the grounds. On the line, we have Shirad Kutan, who is at Parliament to witness the occasion. Good morning, Shirad. Now, I want to begin with uh, perhaps the content of the Agong's uh, address when he last visited in March this year for the opening of the sixth session of the 13th Parliament.
0: Uh, good morning, Han. You know, of course, it was an unusual sixth session because parliaments rarely get into a sixth session. But uh, yes, you're right. He was there in, or rather here in parliament, uh, and he touched on several things, including the management of the economy and efforts of the government. I can quote him in the translations uh, from his Malay text. Uh, they, he said, uh, We are thankful that despite uncertainties in the global economy, the government remains focused and committed to the implementation of the fiscal transformation policies and prudent management of the country's economy. Uh, he went on to say our government will continue to provide allocations for more people-centric projects and programs to ensure the well-being of the people, so the more targeted subsidies and assistance for the needy will be continued. He went on to also touch on what he referred to as the Malaysia Sharia Index, uh, the establishment of the National Action Council on the Cost of Living, uh, the... A development of uh, public transport, as well as the promotion of science, technology and innovation in education. So uh, quite a wide-ranging speech there. Not very long. I believe it was quite short. It was about 10 minutes long. Um, he did also mention questions of national unity and a talk of threats to extremism. So all that outlining, as it were, the agenda of the government of the day.
2: Well, uh, Sherrod, uh, what is the Agong likely to say today?
0: Well, of course we have we don 't know what he 's going to say, um, but uh, what he 's likely to do is outline the priorities of the government. I think that 's what we look to when we hear that speech. It is a speech prepared by the government of the Day um, delivered by the his Majesty um, Of course, uh, you know yesterday 's uh, boycott or rather failed boycott signals that we shouldn 't take anything for granted today. It is the second day. Of, uh, you know, of Parliament that, uh, who knows, we could be in for some surprises.
1: And Gerard, you know, obviously, Kari's uh, staying put in the seats, uh, spawning lots of memes there. Um, you know, what is the buzz in the House this morning? And, you know, obviously having interacted with a lot of politicians and corporate guys yesterday, what's the buzz? Well,
0: you know, I must say that, you know, coming to Parliament at this hour of the day
1: means you don't really meet
0: very many people. It's still very early uh, at Parliament, uh, and I believe... But today's slightly unusual. I, I believe the ceremony is going to be... Uh, the ceremony is going to be taking place around 8 o'clock in the morning. The buzz um, mm-hmm. is very interesting. As you, as you noted, Anifa Aman, uh, MP for Kimanes, as well as uh, Kari Jamaluddin, Rambal MP, did not walk out. There's been a couple of statements coming from the president of the party, Amno, that is, and also former president, Najib Razak, about people were disloyal to the party, but uh, clearly uh, Kyrie is, uh, you know, shaping uh, a strategy for himself or uh, branding himself quite differently from that which the old guard in Arnaud seek to do. Uh, you know, there, there is an interesting issue around why there was so much... Uh, lobbying and talk of who should become the speaker in the run-up to the announcement, finally made by uh, to Dr. Mahathir on Sunday uh, while well, he was in Strawa, That seemed to have led the federal opposition, AMNO and its allies to think that, in fact, no decision had been made. And they suspect, and they said this much, they suspected that the letter of appointment had been backdated now, uh, what it could have been simply was that uh, many of those in the Pakatan government or from the Pakatan coalition parties thought that they could, could continue to lobby uh, Tun Dr. Mahathir, when in fact, Tun Dr. Mahathir had already made his decision two weeks before. Many of the uh, those in these uh, parties might not be aware of the procedures, and uh, in some respects, uh, Tun might have bested them by putting in the name early on, even though he kept mum about the final decision.
1: Now, Sharad, give us your analysis here. Earlier you mentioned Brand KJ. So given this, uh, for lack of a better term, stunt that he pulled in parliament yesterday, do you think uh, that there is still room for Brand KJ in this UMNO, um post G 14
0: that's a good question. Uh, I think uh, people might characterize what, uh, you know, Zayed uh, Hamidi and uh, Najib Razak uh, did yesterday as a stunt, because, as you know, they, they led a walkout, but then they returned to be sworn in. Uh, and I believe, a, a, you know, a statement was put out by the youth wing of AMNO uh, suggesting that this really did not play well, that, you know, if they were going to boycott, they should have stayed out. But since they didn't... Uh, Pages, um as they put it, principal position made more sense. Now, this is the internal wrangling, you know, within Amno, because we're going to be watching Amno very closely because it's one of the largest parties in Parliament. But there are other contenders for our attention, I think, in this Parliament, especially the parties from Sabah and Srawa. I really think that, uh, you know, in this this new dispensation, we should be looking at others there, yeah, very interesting uh, it was noted yesterday that the daughter of Taib Mahmood, the former chief minister of Sarawak, and of course now governor of Sarawak, you know, for whom uh, many allegations of massive corruption also have been uh, you know, leveled at. And she was there, took her oath. She came in a traditional Malanao dress, uh, you know, which uh, caught a lot of people's attention. But she's also probably one of the richest MPs. Uh, that we have. And so, you know, there's a, there are many stories beyond Amno, I think, uh, which uh, the media should be, uh, will be looking at.
1: And I'm sure you'll be keeping us posted on those developing stories there. Thank you so much. That was Sharad Kutin reporting to us live from Parliament's grounds. Uh, also, thank you so much for those messages that just came in. Uh, no names, though, but uh, one of you, or well, someone said that, i no MPs have lost their compass bearing. Uh, also, someone else uh, you know, mentioned or highlighted the fact that we are discussing this walkout, but uh, not sure as to why that walkout actually happened. Uh, so just to clue, clue you in, the walkout was in uh, in protest of the uh, appointment of Dato mohammad arif mohammad Yusuf who was sworn in as the speaker for the 14th parliament all right so that was the uh, response from the amno and pas mps all right uh, moving on to the local dailies right now we've got the Uh, Let's start with the New Straits Times. They have focused on the sales and service tax. It's set to be here, set to be approved in Parliament uh, in August, right, and set to roll out starting September 1st. The sales tax will be at 10%. Service tax will be 6%. And there have been some warnings from economists and the like and market observers saying that this could put upward pressure on certain goods. So we'll have to, well, we'll we'll take a closer look at the SST in about 20 minutes or so from now. So that's the front page of the NST. Uh, What else do we have on the front, uh, well, the other local dailies?
2: Well, front page of the Sun, the Sun both have uh, photos of uh, Kyrie sitting there. In Parliament. Yeah. That's the story for them. That's the the picture that
1: spawned many a meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah
2: we also have uh, on online stories uh, on uh, National Car, the Malaysian Insight story on how Prime Minister Tun Dr Mahathir voices disappointment over the mostly negative response towards the government's initiative for a new national car. So he said in his uh, blog, blog post yesterday, in quotes, I'm told no one wants to see a second national car. It is enough that Proton is said to be a failure.
1: Okay, I've got a Malay mail in front of me, and of course, it's all about the Dewan Rakyat. The second page, third page, all about the walkout, the uh, selection of Arif as a speaker, uh, Kairi's uh, <laughs> being mocked. Uh, the fact that Tun Made said that all this was just a Sunday wara. of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and Then I think quite intriguingly, from page four, from PM to backbench, Najib now Na lost in the crowd. So he was actually in the, <laughs> yeah, in right. the house, wasn't he? But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was And so that term Wara' Is also featured on the front page Of Sina Harian Sandiwara Pembangkang uh, Perdana Menteri anggap tindakan pembangkang Keluar Dewan Rakyat Sebagai tanda protes Terhadap pelantikan speaker Hanya sekadar Sandiwara In other words, the uh, current Prime Minister you know, Viewing the walkout As uh, a protest towards the speaker's uh, Appointment there So that's on the front page of Sina Harian Looking at the other local Malay Daily uh, Utusa Malaysia, yep, uh, having a picture of Tun Dr. being sworn in there. Uh, once again, uh, they are also focused on the new Speaker of the House, Dr. Muhammad Arif, as well. In the bottom half, though, they have some real estate allocated to the SST. Uh, once again, that's another hot topic. And also on the far right column, they have got the headline bearing Era Baharu. Day one, so a new era in parliament. Well, day one racket specifically.
2: Also, online, uh, we have the edge markets with the story Najib to refile lawsuits against top 1MDB investigators. So, a uh, former prime minister is uh, he's going to file fresh civil suits against three investigators of uh, this scandal, the 1MDB scandal, after he redrew them. The earlier application uh, bef- a day before that, so um, Dr. Sri Naraza is his initial initial suits came days before he was arrested and charged over suspicious transactions at SRC International. This is a former unit of one MDB and uh, Najib has uh, consistently denied any wrongdoing regarding one MDB and SRC pleaded not guilty.
1: Right, I mean, and there's been plenty of focus as well on the legal teams that will represent mm-hmm. the, the former prime minister, not just here in Malaysia, but perhaps in other jurisdictions as well, because keep in mind there are investigations in several jurisdictions. Uh, that is the global, such is the global reach of the 1MDB saga. So obviously for us here in Malaysia, we will be uh, you know, very, very. Uh, you know, in tune with what happens over there in the courts, you know so again that 's on the uh, o- online space uh, as reported in the edge as well uh, you know but I just want to come back to the um, the amount of tension that 's paid to Uh, again, the ongoing parliamentary sitting. So just to keep you guys uh, informed, just keep in mind that Shiraz Kutin will be reporting to us from the parliamentary grounds at about 7.15am every single, well, until Thursday, because Parliament doesn't sit on Friday. So just to make note of that. Alright, we're coming up to the 7.30am News Bulletin, and after that, we'll have a chat with Tony Nash from Texas as he gives us his outlook on global markets. Stay tuned, BFM point.